Welcome back to the We Know Fantasy Podcast. My name is Nate with We Know Fantasy, and I am going solo today on the Wednesday edition of the We Know Fantasy Podcast. Normally, I am joined by one of our contributors here at We Know Fantasy, but today I have a uh, you know a solo episode, as I said, for you guys uh, coming at you here shortly. Before we hop into that, uh, remember you can find uh, myself as well as the We Know Fantasy crew on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Know Fantasy. We have daily podcasts. You know, you listen to this on a Wednesday, but Every day of the week, we have uh, a different podcast, different type of podcast coming at you. So wherever you consume your podcast, wherever you consume this podcast, be sure to check back daily because there will be something new in your uh, box for you to listen to. Visit our website, weknowfancy.com. There we have some great weekly articles, streamable defense of the week, B-team, weekly rankings, quarterback rankings, uh, breaking news, and much more. But um, like I said, I'm going to roll through this podcast by myself uh, today. And I have come up with the idea of doing um, kind of a buy low type of thing for players who have great fantasy football playoffs. And for this playoffs, I've used week 13 through 16. I know most leagues are 14 through 16, but week 13 is crucial in getting into the playoffs. So I included that, and that's why I wanted to roll this podcast out this week opposed to next week. So I have about four, at least four players per position that you should target either find the waiver wire, trade for if your league still allows trades, or just prepare yourself to have on your team in any way at all possible uh, for the playoffs because they uh, have some great schedules ahead of them. Um, Like I said, I'm going off strength of schedule here for each of these, you know, opportunities, each of these players. Um, So that's that's the premise of this uh, podcast, so let's get into it. Let's start off with our quarterbacks. We have four quarterbacks, five technically, <clears throat> four different teams. So here we go. First one is Tom Brady and those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know he's had some downer games opposed to what we can expect out of a Tom Brady. Uh, you know, as of late, last uh, outing we saw him, it was a it was a decent outing, nothing to uh, shy away from. But you know, he enters a bye week here in week 13, so this is not ideal if you are a Brady owner and don't have much in terms of backup quarterback play uh, for what is to be the bye week here in a very crucial week 13 into uh, playoff seeding or get into the playoffs in general. But beyond that, he gets the Vikings, Falcons, and Lions in the playoffs week th- uh, 14 through 16. Vikings have allowed the 13th most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks, the Falcons the most, and the Lions 25th. So the last uh, day of the or the or the last week of the schedule of the season, excuse me, it's not ideal against those Lions, but you get the Vikings a great matchup, and you get those Falcons where he should absolutely go off. And uh, you know, like I said, he has been playing, you know, you know all these memes of him being washed up, but this is still the greatest to ever do it. This is a uh, Tom Brady we're talking about. Last outing, he played the. Um, Chiefs had 23.7 fantasy points down week prior against the Rams, but had 31 before that, and then another down week. And, you know, he's had weeks of 37 fantasy points this season, 33. He's having a great season, actually. So, yeah, Brady here with what's ahead of him is a fantastic play. Um, you would have to trade for him as he's owning 95% of the leagues. Uh, he's not going to be out there regularly for you to pick up. And as we go down this quarterback list, especially the uh, – the players become less and less owned where towards the end, there'll be uh, waiver wire opportunities for you guys. But Tom Brady is a guy to look forward uh, going into the playoffs. And if you choose between him and another guy that is on this list, I may lean him, 
or another guy here on this list is Jared Goff, the Los Angeles Rams. Fantastic rest of the season schedule. Every team he faces is at least uh, 12th most fantasy points allowed or less to opposing quarterbacks. Cardinals here in week 13, the 7th most. Patriots 12th, Jets 4th, and Championship Weekend. Here we go. Seattle Seahawks, who have allowed the second most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Great matchup here, Jared Goff. Um, you know, that last week against against the San Francisco 49ers was not pleasant. Was not a good outing, five fantasy points. But the week before that, threw for 376, 355. He can put the ball in the air. He can score a lot of points. And that's what you're getting out of Jared Goff here. You're getting some inconsistent play, but with this strength of schedule, you can't really go against that. And he's over 74% of Yahoo League. So, again, he'll be a trade target if you are to acquire this guy. But there's still 25% of leagues he's available in. And, uh, you know, our third option here I'm going to give you guys is Baker Mayfield. That stagnant Browns offense. Yes, I'm going with Baker Mayfield in this offense. He's had some rather, rather poor weeks last, uh, you know, prior to this week against the Jags where he threw for 258 two scores. He uh, didn't top 7.78 fantasy points in three straight weeks, but has a great schedule ahead of the Titans here in week 13, six most fantasy points. Ravens 17th, Giants 27th, and championship weekend gets New York Jets. And anytime you get the Jets uh, in a crucial week, that is a plus. Baker Mayfield here in a great schedule for these Cleveland Browns. Um, yeah, even before this, the Jags allowed the third most fantasy points to opposing uh, quarterbacks. Uh, but again, he's not throwing the ball as much. This running game is dominant. So uh, this is more of a strength of schedule dart throw if you're in a deeper league. He's alone in 35% of leagues. So he's available in most leagues for you to go out and get. Uh, but yeah, great matchup here for the rest of the season. And another team with uh, you know a great you know next four weeks uh, in terms of scheduling is um, the San Francisco 49ers. So the only problem we have here is is uh, this team we don't know who's the quarterback going to be. So you know we you know reports suggest that Nick Mullins may have these next two starts. Then Jimmy G could be coming back. Depends what position the 49ers are in. Uh, George Kittle could be back then too. These next two weeks though with Nick Mullins at the helm. They get the Bills, the fifth most fantasy points, Washington football team, the 20th. So if that is to happen, you have a great matchup this week against the Bills, and the Bills can put up points. You know, the 49ers are going to uh, Arizona to play a home game against this Bill Buffalo team. Uh, so points to be had there, no no doubt about that. Washington's pretty tough against the pass. But then beyond that, you get the Cowboys, who have allowed the 10th most, and Cardinals, who have allowed the 7th most. Two great matchups there. Cardinals, of course, championship weekend. That's where Jimmy G could be back. So I, I mentioned them both here. If Nick Mullins is to play the rest of the season, of course, great matchups. Jimmy G would come in here later. Uh, you know, Nick Mullins owning 4% of leagues and Jimmy G 12%. Uh, it's just a matter of who is the quarterback uh, at whatever given week here. But, you know, all these matchups, great three of the four against teams who have allowed the 10th most fantasy points or more to opposing quarterbacks. And this Fortnite team is getting right. They're playing, they're playing well. They're getting their pieces back. So, this is a uh, duo to look forward to. Whoever's the quarterback for hours uh, should be played down the stretch here. Quarterbacks out of the way. Let's move to running backs. And my favorite name on this list, David Montgomery. This guy had a fantastic week last week, and things are about to get real easy for this Bears offense uh, moving forward in this fantasy football playoffs last week. Uh, he played the Packers, had 25.3 fantasy points 
a fantastic outing uh, after missing the game prior with a concussion before going to the bye week. Um, but this rest of the season schedule is to die for Lions here, week 13, second most fantasy points, Texans fourth, Vikings 14th, and Jaguars championship weekend sixth. You're not, this is fantastic. This is a under the radar guy, consistently get you double digit points, but can go off at the same time. And with this Bears team continue to struggle, they have to put the ball on the ground. They have to run. They can't trust their quarterbacks if they are to uh, do anything here in the latter part of the season to make the playoff run. And that's where David Montgomery comes into uh, play. Um, yeah, 103 yards, 11 carries, caught five or six targets for 40 yards and a touchdown. A great week, and things are about to get real easy for this guy. So if he's on your roster, kudos to you. If you held him out this long, I know he's had some, some down weeks and hasn't really been a, a – a, a breakout star as you will, but he's been consistent. If you can trade for this guy, I highly recommend it. Um, especially in dynasty. I love this guy. I have so many shares of him. Uh, so these next options here are kind of tandems court or running back by committee type of thing, but we got the, uh, the Denver Broncos. So I'll mention Melvin Gordon here, 94% owned and Phil Lindsay, 20, 52% owned. So, uh, before I move any further, there could be players with better you know, rest of the season uh, uh, schedules for this playoff, especially. But I'm fi- I found the ones that you know that people may have a question. I'm not going to put a Derrick Henry who has a fantastic schedule because you're going to start Derrick Henry no matter who he plays. Uh, you know, same with Aaron Rodgers or or other players that have great uh, schedules because there's no debate there. These are players that you know could be in and out of your lineup, depending week to week, you know, lesser owned players, some of these guys. So that's probably what I focused on here. So it, you you may have someone better to play than these guys. Don't get me wrong. This is just how I uh, broke this down and found these value plays. But, yeah, the Denver Broncos uh, backfield has a great schedule. Chiefs have a lot of the 12th most. Panthers 5th, Bills uh, 16th, and the Chargers 9th of championship weekend. We know this team has to run the ball. Uh, last week was, you know, should have happened that game should not have been played anyways you know he, he he Malvin Gordon has had some good weeks some bad weeks you know it's just a, a matter of what you're getting out of him but with this uh strength of schedule coming uh forward I think he's on oh, RB2 rest of the season and Philip Lindsay I think could be a flex play as well getting his touches in this backfield as his team has to run the ball their quarterback situation is so iffy if they can feel a quarterback like they did last week so uh yeah Pay attention to that and a messy backfield that I uh, that also has a great schedule is the um, is the Colts exclude championship week in the Steelers they get who have allowed the uh, least amount of fantasy points to opposing running backs prior to that and the Texans are below the fourth Raiders third and Texans again in fourth so three straight weeks here Jonathan Taylor uh, Naheem Hines and Jordan Wilkins all worth plays in my opinion Hines I think is the uh, best in PPR formats. Wilkins actually out touches both those guys, so he's there as well. So he's owned. And then Taylor's just owned because the name ninety four percent. I'd rather play the other two above Taylor because he's struggling fumbling the ball down the stretch here. So uh, yeah, the Chief or not the Chiefs is the Colts. The Colts have a fantastic schedule as well. Wide receivers here, guys. Here's some good names. I got four for you. I'm going Mike Evans first. We talked about Tom Brady, so of course Mike Evans. Uh, can be talked about, has a bye week, of course. Then the Vikings will have the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers, the Falcons the third, and the Lions championship week in the 20th. He has been pretty you know, consistent, although 
people are kind of phasing away from him. Um, the best part about this guy, 11 receiving touchdowns on this season. And I still get questions. Should I start this guy? Uh, yeah, he should be a lock. And with this schedule down the road, I didn't include a, a teammate there, Chris Godwin, because I felt like he's a lock. But, you know, week in, week out, I get the suggestion or question. Should I play Mike Evans? You know, he's had some down weeks in the middle of the season, but he's had some crazy weeks as well. 11 touchdowns, which I had no clue he had until doing the research for this. Uh, he's had 40 receptions, 13 yards, 11 touchdowns with, what, three, four games left in the season? Definitely a lock. In every lineup, there's Mike Evans. He's a lock rest of the season. Let's move over to the Giants receivers. I'm going Sterling Shepard and, of course, Darius Slayton. This card or the this uh, Giants team will with most likely be without Daniel Jones for this upcoming week against the Seahawks, who will allow the most fancy points to opposing wide receivers. But after that, they get the Cardinals with the level seventh, the Browns tenth, and the Ravens twenty seventh. So it's like a championship weekend. There's some great value here. Uh, Shepard, uh, Slayton, both you know not crazy owned, but also not you know out there in every league. But you know this team is playing a little bit better. I wanted to include Daniel Jones in my quarterbacks because of how easy the schedule is, but, you know, his play's been lackluster. Um, and also, he, should, he shouldn't play this game. So, uh, you know, that's three games to play. Gets that Seattle game removed from his record there, which uh, Colt McCoy should be the quarterback for that game. Um, but, yeah, I think even with Colt McCoy, this these guys here should have some value, especially against his Seattle team. That has been porous all season. Tennessee Titans duo here next. A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. They get the Browns with a lot of the 10th most. Jaguars 8th, Lions 20th, the Packers 24th. So really those first two games, that Browns and Jaguars game is worth uh, playing. Uh, A.J. Brown is is almost a lock at this point of his career. I know he's a sophomore, but he's blowing up. Uh, this Titans team you know, put a beating down on a very good Colts defense last week. Uh Corey Davis, a PPR machine. Uh, both these guys should see, you know, an uptick of value uh, here for the rest of the season. And I'm going to Emmanuel Sanders, my final guy here. Exclude these two middle games: the Eagles, the 21st, and uh, Chiefs, 29th most or yeah, most fantasy points allowed opposing uh, wide receivers. But if you could put him on your bench, you know, it's the Falcons this week where he should put some points, third most fantasy points, and then the Vikings Championship week in the fourth most. I know, uh, I know. It's not the best with Taysom Hill at quarterback, but we could see if, if uh, Drew Brees has anything to say about it. We could see Drew Brees back on the field uh, for these you know final two or three games of the season. Even with Taysom Hill, uh, his first game against Atlanta, he caught, all, all caught four or five targets. Only saw one last week, but that was against Denver. Uh, where that game was scripted out of not needing to throw the ball because Denver didn't even have a quarterback. So, yeah, down the stretch, we could see Emmanuel Sanders having some great value. So Titans is a it, tight end. Tight ends is a uh, interesting one because, you know, a lot of people stream this position. So this is uh, where, you know, the money is to be made. This is where people could really win their championships with these uh, late additions here in the season. First one is a guy widely owned. Noah Font gets the Chiefs at 20th most fancy points to opposing tight ends. Panthers 11th, Bills 3rd, and the Chargers a 5th. Those last two weeks, if the Broncos can feel the quarterback, which I know I, I've been joking about that a lot, but it, it was really a situation here in this last week. Uh, he should have some great value uh, down the stretch here. Austin Hooper, 
Cleveland Browns, of course. Titans have the ninth most. Ravens 14th. Giants 11th. And Jets 10th. As I already uh, talked, Baker Mayfield, I have to give one of his targets. And, you know, Austin Hooper could be that guy uh, down this stretch here for this team that I believe is still flirting with uh, with, with a, a playoff potential, actually. Uh, you know, Hooper isn't the most involved. Got a touchdown last week, but we know the value and uh, the price they paid for this guy. So we'll see if he gets more involved later this week or this season. Robert Tanyan, the uh, breakout star there in Green Bay, had another fantastic week last week uh, against that Bears team. Also rather poor against the tight end. Back-to-back games of 15.4 and 17.7. Touchdowns of back-to-back weeks. Uh, Robert Tanyan is a fantastic play. Let's see. Eagles 6th most, Lions 29th, Panthers 11th, and Titans 9th. So you're getting three top 11 uh, teams in terms of points allowed to opposing tight ends. And we know what this team's doing down the stretch here. Aaron Rodgers having a fantastic season. So Tanya needs to be owned. And uh, and uh, my final suggestion here is a guy I've been streaming a lot this season. I like his matchups here. Tyler Eifer of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, last week, he caught a touchdown as well against that Browns, that Browns uh, defense, who was also very bad against a tight end. But you get the Vikings who allow the 18th most, and the, the, then you get uh, the Titans who allow the ninth, Ravens 14th, and the uh, Bears eighth. So we saw what against, uh, we saw what the Bears allowed last week. Tanyan um, Eifert is a safety valve, a trusted target there of whoever is the quarterback, Mike Lennon or or Jake Lewin or whoever it is down in Jacksonville. Tyler Eifert has value week in and week out with the schedule of the season. Definitely has some value. And here it is. Let's get to the most important uh, uh, segment of this podcast before we wrap her up here. This is the question I get most now, which defense to add for the rest of the season. So I gave you four streaming options. These these uh, these uh, uh, suggestions I'll give you are owned in less than 50% of leagues, both formats, mainly allowed, uh, owned in less than 40% of leagues. Let's kick it off the Arizona Cardinals. Listen to this. Rams, 12th most fantasy points, opposed defenses. Giants, 6th. Eagles, 4th. 49ers, 10th. So every single defense or, yeah, opponent, uh, uh, 12 or under, uh, you know, this Cardinals defense, they're not the best, but they're also not the worst. So you get some great matchups there. I just realized I have three NFC West uh, people here. The rest of the season schedule is pretty easy there. Seattle's next for the Giants, six most Jets. Have allowed the most fancy points to opposing uh, opposing defenses. So there's that. The Washington football team is about the seventh, and Rams twelve. So everyone there is top twelve as well. Uh, with you know the, the the number one team there in the middle. So Seattle has some value there. The 49ers are getting back to elite. They're getting a lot of players back week in and a week out. Get the Bills this week have allowed the twenty fifth most. But the two games in the middle here, Washington have allowed the seventh, of course, and Cowboys have allowed the third. And the championship week is Cardinals have allowed the twenty sixth most. Uh, so, you know, not the best in terms of matchup, but they have the talent there. They're minimally owned. They're getting pieces back each and every week. We saw what they did last week against the Rams. Expect more of that moving forward. The final defense here is on a bye this week, but for the rest of the season beyond that is fantastic. Carolina Panthers, they're owned in, uh, uh, I don't know if they're owned, but they get the Broncos in their return in week 14 after the bye with all the second most fantasy points opposing um Opposing defenses, they just came off a 19-point performance actually against Minnesota uh, this most previous week, and they were featured in my Streamable Defense of the Week article. 
which for week uh, 13 is live on the site right now. And, uh, you know, if you've played my top option every week of the season thus far, you would have a top five fantasy defense uh, for the for the entire season that you would have done. So uh, pay attention for that on the website as well, winnowfantasy.com. So they get the Packers after that, which I would exclude playing them from, but they get Washington football team in the championship weekend at the seventh most fantasy points allowed to. So there it is, guys. If you have any more questions, you can hit me up on social media. I'll be more than happy to answer them. Uh, but, yeah, these are these are all players, fantastic rest of the season schedules, sure to help you win the championship, sure to help you get into the playoffs, because that's half the battle. Getting into the playoffs is the first step of getting a championship, and then beyond that, we can worry about that. But you can't win a championship unless you're in the playoffs. All right, guys, before we get off here, let's do our pick Usually I have someone here with me. I am 89 and 57 in the season. The fro who used to be a regular on here was 45 and 31. Then contributors Will was 9 and 5, Justin 9 and 4, Brian 10 and 4, Nick 9 and 5, and Cody has just become, I guess percentage-wise, the most successful uh, the most successful. I gotta edit this because I believe he was 12 and 4 now on the season after that that uh that day Wednesday game that happened today. But yeah, Cody is the uh, percentage-wise, at least, best pick 'em of who of who of the contributors who have appeared on this podcast. So real quick, I'll run down the matchups and who I'm going to pick for this week. This is just straight up no spread, just a straight up winner. Falcons versus Falcon or Falcons versus Falcons? No, Saints versus Falcons. Give me the Saints. Browns versus Titans. I'm going Titans. Lions versus Bears. Give me the Lions. Bengals. Dolphins have to go Bengals with what's or excuse me, you have to go Dolphins with uh, what's going on there in Cincinnati. Jaguars versus the Vikings. Got to go Vikings. Colts versus Texans. I'm leaning the Texans here after the Colts got whipped up on by the Titans. Raiders versus Jets, of course. The Raiders, Giants versus Seahawks, of course. The Seahawks, Rams versus Cardinals. I'm going to go Rams after that close loss. The 49ers last week bounced back. Patriots versus Chargers. Chargers here. Eagles versus Packers. Packers, Broncos, Chiefs, Chiefs, Washington, Football team versus the undefeated 11-0, 12-0, whatever they are, Pittsburgh Steelers. Got to go Steelers. Bills versus 49ers. You know we have a big 49ers fan. I want to go 49ers, but they're playing an away game, actually at home in uh, in um, Arizona, where their new uh, home will be for the rest of the season after the COVID-19 guidelines hit the Santa Clara area. And then the last game of the week, Cowboys versus Ravens, which, of course, will go to the Baltimore Ravens. So that's it for this week's podcast, guys. The waiver, not the waiver wire wishlist. That is a Monday podcast. This is the Weedo Fantasy Podcast. Every Wednesday, coming at you, we have uh, you know a few more weeks left of the season for this podcast to come out. Speaking of podcasts, remember every single day of the week we have a different podcast dropping from Dynasty to DFS to news to uh, late argue with himself. Yes, he does that. You know, it's it is every single day of the week. We can't emphasize that enough. So check back wherever you consume your podcast. For a new upload every single day. You can find me on social media at Wado Fantasy on Twitter, from Facebook. Be sure to check out our website that I've plugged several times about this, this uh, podcast. And if you are listening to this point of this, of this episode, I thank you guys. That was just a lot of me blabbering away, listing stats at you, but there's a lot of great information in there. And a lot of work went to put this podcast together. All right, guys, until next week, we'll see ya.